are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the final postgame show of the 2021 regular season on your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. This is Locked On Eagles, guys. We thank you for making Locked On Eagles your first listen each and every day. I'm Louis DiBiase on the Saturday edition of the show. You can find the podcast Monday through Friday, wherever you get the show. The Eagles wrap up the season, unfortunately, with a 51 to 26 loss to the Dallas Cowboys to fall to nine and eight on the season, but with a playoff berth already clinched with a loss kind of helping their odds in the playoffs to have, you know, better opportunities to play different teams. The loss really isn't heartbreaking. It's kind of the first time the Eagles have had a meaningless game at the end of the year in a playoff season, a comfortable final game where they can play backups. It's the first time that's happened since what, 2017, 2018, they're fighting for their playoff lives in week 17. The same thing with 2019, 2020, they didn't have a chance. Whereas in 2021, they had a playoff spot locked up and they had less incentive to play starters tonight than the Dallas Cowboys did. And the Cowboys were trying to avoid playing the NFC West wildcard team, whether that's the Los Angeles Rams or the Arizona Cardinals, who they lost to last week. Uh, the Cowboys played their starters throughout the game and they ran away in the second half with a 51 to 26 win. The Eagles, though, they did hang tight. Like they scored a touchdown on their first drive, they took a seven to nothing lead. They tied the game at 10 to 10. They tied the game at 17 to 17. Like despite having all their backups in and the Dallas Cowboys having a lot of their starters in, the Eagles still really did hang tight in this football game despite falling to nine and eight on the year. And again, despite falling in this football game, it's pretty meaningless. You should still feel great about this team heading into the playoffs. And uh, it was still overall a good night. And it was still weirdly enough, a record breaking night. The Eagles set multiple records tonight individually and for the team. When you look at it, number one, this was a good night because a loss heading into tonight, I said, you want to lose this game unless you want to play Tampa Bay, which I understand why you'd want to play the Buccaneers. They are really beat up right now on the defensive side of the football. Their secondary does not look great. Tom Brady right now only has Mike Evans, Antonio Brown cut this week. Chris Godwin out for the season with a torn ACL. They're really banged up on both sides of the football. Some people are saying, yes, we want Tampa Bay, and that's the team that the Eagles have a really good chance of playing. But if you rather would have a, a better chance of playing Los Angeles or Arizona, a loss tonight actually gave the Eagles more scenarios that could play out tomorrow where they could find themselves heading to the desert to Arizona or heading to Los Angeles to play right now an, an inconsistent Rams team. So the loss did actually kind of help their playoff chances right now. I should say, you know, based on the matchup they want, but also, like I said, it was a record setting night. It was awesome to see today. The Eagles let Jason Kelsey go out there and it was only for one snap, but it was really cool to see him go out there and continue his consecutive start streak. Uh, Jason Kelsey playing that one snap increased his streak now to 122 straight games started. That is the third longest streak currently in the NFL. But it wasn't just Jason Kelsey. Devontae Smith 
He needed 38 receiving yards heading into this game to break Deshaun Jackson's rookie receiving record for yards at 912. Well, Devontae Smith had uh, three yards to spare today. He finishes with three catches for 41 yards, and he finishes with 916 yards on the season, the most for a rookie receiver in Eagles history, more now than Deshaun Jackson. And I thought that was really cool to see because for me, Deshaun Jackson was my favorite player growing up. And it took a really, really long time for this Eagles team to replace that caliber of player you know, long-term at the wide receiver position. Sure, they had Alshon Jeffrey for that 2017 and 2018 stretch. Sure, Nelson Aguilar gave them everything he had in those two seasons as well, right? Um, But at the same time, you know, Deshaun Jackson from 2008 to 2013, you know, over the stretch of five-plus years, was that guy. And the Eagles have not had a player at this position that consistent since Deshaun and Devontae Smith looks like he is, you know, having the potential to become that player. And he has started off incredibly in his rookie year with 916 yards on the season. And he should probably have a lot more. The fact that he has 916 yards this year, despite the Eagles being such a run heavy team is just really impressive. So it was really cool to see Devontae Smith and Jason Kelsey achieve those accolades today, despite the 51 to 26 loss. We'll continue to recap this game coming up next, guys. This is your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, Locked on Eagles. We thank you for making Locked on Eagles your first listen each and every day. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. All right, guys, this is Locked on Eagles. I'm Louis DiBiase, your host of your only daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast Monday through Friday. We've got a show for you and make sure you subscribe to the podcast on all platforms this week as we are gearing up for the Eagles playoff matchup in the wild card round next weekend against who we're not sure yet. We'll find out tomorrow night. It could be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That is the heavy favorite right now, but there's a chance they could still play the Los Angeles Rams, the Arizona Cardinals, and there's one scenario where they could end up playing the Dallas Cowboys, which to me is the uh, least ideal scenario. Would really prefer to not have to go to Jerry World and play this team again in back-to-back weeks, kind of like they did uh, in 2009. Um, They lose this game 51-26. Again, not really a heartbreaker. The Eagles started their backups from the get-go. The Dallas Cowboys were playing their starters. Dak Prescott pretty much plays this entire game, as did Amari Cooper, as did C.D. Lamb. Ezekiel Elliott got a lot of reps as well. They're trying to avoid being that four seed because I wouldn't want to play the Cardinals or um, I should say Rams either compared to the 49ers or Eagles. So it makes sense why they would play their starters, but Um, For the Eagles, the loss actually helps. And as I said in segment one, um, there was a lot of individual accolades that were achieved tonight. Devontae Smith breaking that rookie receiving record for most yards in a year for a rookie um, set by Deshaun Jackson in 2008 with 912 yards. Smith finishes with 41 yards tonight, and that's 916 on the year. Jason Kelsey continues his starting streak now at 122 straight starts for this football team, but the Eagles also achieved a team record of their own in 2021. After this game, the Eagles broke their franchise record for most rushing yards in a season and hats off to Jeff Stoutland. We talk about a lot on this show, the Eagles offensive line coach, 
and justifiably so. This guy, I mean, hats off to Jeff Stoutland. It doesn't matter who is out there, what the situation is. Even with a third-team offensive line against starters, with a fourth-string running back in Kenneth Gainwell and a fifth-string player in Jason Huntley and Jalen Rager at times playing running back tonight, Jeff Stoutland still found a way to get this unit to have 149 rushing yards on the night. Jeff Stoutland knows how to scheme this run game to success, even if it feels like the situation just is not going to warrant that kind of success. And yet it completely did again today. And, and yeah, I think Kenneth Gainwell is a really good player. And his role this year has been pretty inconsistent, right? You know, when Miles Sanders is healthy, they love Gainwell being that change of pace running back that can play slot receiver that you can use pre-snap motion. He's a good receiver. He's a good running back in the red zone in between the tackles. He has actually been underrated in that area this year. But at the same time, this year when Sanders has not been healthy, it's been the Jordan Howard and Boston Scott show. Um, so, you know, Gainwell has not been like a workhorse running back this year. And Jason Huntley has a gear that definitely has a role for him on this team, whether it's as a returner, a reserve running back, as a practice squad member. Like he does have some speed to his game that's worth keeping around. But regardless, like, you know, again, you didn't have for as much as I like Gainwell and Huntley as depth players. You didn't have your top three running backs when it comes to carries. And you also did not have any of your starting offensive linemen out there today. And yet you still finished with 149 rushing yards. Granted, the Cowboys didn't start all of their starters the entire day in the trenches. But again, it just like this game was another example of how good the Eagles haven't made when it comes to their run game coordinator and their offensive line coach in Jeff Stoutland. 149 rushing yards again. That surpasses now the all-time record for the Eagles in a single season for most rushing yards on the year. That's impressive, especially, you know, considering the first half of the year, this team threw the ball more than anybody and ran the ball fewer times than pretty much any team in the NFL. The fact that, yes, obviously you switch that halfway through the year and ran it like 70 to 80% of the time, you still were behind by what seven or eight games. The fact that you were able to catch up and break this record shows just how efficient this run game was down the stretch. And it really did help you make the playoffs. So there were a lot of accolades that were actually achieved tonight, despite the Eagles losing 51 to 26. There was one other guy I want to talk about before we take a break uh, that really stood out to me, and it's a guy that has been a my guy for me since we were talking about deep, uh, deep um, dark horse wide receivers in the 2020 NFL draft, and it's Quez Watkins. He finished the day today with five receptions for the Eagles, 84 yards, and a touchdown, including that 36-yard screen pass that went for the score. He had another 22-yard reception on the night as well. Typical Quez Watkins, chunk yardage, explosive plays. You get the ball in this guy's hands in space, and look, he's just going to go make a play. And do I think that he is a wide receiver too of the future for the Eagles? I certainly think he has the potential to, especially considering you have Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard and Miles Sanders in-house. You know, if he's your fourth or fifth, uh, fifth option, in this offense, I think he could definitely be that guy. But even if he's not and you sign you know, a veteran receiver 
you know, in uh, free agency this year, if you draft a guy like Traylon Burks with one of your three first round picks in the 2022 NFL draft, Quez Watkins definitely has a role on this team in 2022 and beyond. Like he is definitely going to be one of your starting three receivers next season and moving forward because of that explosive ability. You know, I said it this week before the game, and I wasn't really talking about this game, but more for the playoffs and for the future and for what they should have been doing in the passing game in the second half of the year. I wanted to see Quez Watkins get more involved, just in space especially, but also in the screen game specifically because, you know, they haven't been really relying on the screen game as much in the second half of the year because they're using such an emphasis on running the football now. The first half of the year, Nick Sirianni was trying to supplement rushing attempts with screen attempts. And Quez Watkins was getting a lot of that work. But the second half of the year, they moved so much to the run game. They were trying to get Jalen Rager easy targets, so they gave him a lot of those manufactured plays. So as a result, Quez Watkins really didn't get these screen plays. And I made the point this week that they need to get back to that when they decide to you know, go in that direction with Watkins instead of Rager and just get Watkins more opportunities. Because this guy makes plays when he has the ball in his hands. I mean, every single screen pass, it just feels like every time he touches the football, for a lot of this year, Quez Watkins has been top five in yards per reception because he turns every play, it feels like, into a 15-plus yard reception. And he did that again today. And again, I don't know what the role is for Quez long-term, but he definitely has a role on this offense. All right, guys, this is Louis DiBiase, host of the Lockdown Eagles podcast. We're going to take one final break. It's the post-game show. The Eagles fall in their final game of the 2021 season, 51-26 to to the Cowboys, to go to 9-8 and on the year. All right, guys, welcome back in. It's your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, Lockdown Eagles. I'm Louis DiBiase, your host for the day. The Eagles fall 51-26 to against the Dallas Cowboys. They are now 9-8 and on the year. The regular season is over, and they focus now on the playoffs. And with a loss, the Eagles now have, it kind of helps them. Like, unless, I understand why, like I said earlier, why you'd want to play Tampa Bay. Um, if they won this game, there'd actually be a much higher probability of them playing the Buccaneers. But with a loss, there's actually more scenarios now that are available for the Eagles to potentially play the Cardinals, play the Rams, or even play the Cowboys as opposed to playing the Buccaneers. There's still more scenarios for a matchup with Tampa Bay than the house, than the field, these other teams. But the loss actually does open up their chances next week of being somewhere else in the first round of the playoffs. And they could actually still get the sixth seed as well. If the San Francisco 49ers lose tomorrow, and they're going to start a banged up Jimmy Garoppolo, which is interesting against the Rams who are going to play their starters as they're trying to win the NFC West. If the 49ers lose and the New Orleans Saints beat the Atlanta Falcons, the Saints are the seventh seed and the Eagles are the sixth seed. So keep an eye out for that. There's a lot of things still um, to break tomorrow that can really impact the Eagles in the playoffs next week. Uh, by the way, one final point on today's show. How fun was it for my New York listeners out there to have sportsbooks legal that was a lot of fun. So unfortunately for me, I kind of went a little too haywire with this with betonline.ag, but you had FanDuel open now and just so many 
different platforms. It was cool to be able to bet on, you know, Corey Clement, that touchdown. I made a player prop on Clement, Quez Watkins. Those two kind of saved my night because I did take the Eagles to cover three different spreads and they didn't cover any of them. So the my guys for me, Corey Clement, Quez Watkins, they uh, they saved my night for sure. Overall, like again, if I told you in a game where it was all backups for the Eagles, the final score is 51 to 26 for the other team, you would say, what a horrible game that you probably turned off in the first quarter. But I watched that whole game and I was pretty damn entertained. I actually thought, you know, for all things considered, considering there weren't a lot of, you know, obstacles in this football game, there weren't a lot of stakes at hand. Uh, it was still pretty entertaining to see, you know, these records be broken, to see some of these, you know, former Eagles and, and new guys make exciting plays and, you know, having betting legal now in New York with most platforms, you know, betonline.ag and so many more. Uh, it was really cool actually to uh, just sit back and relax and, and not feel like the Eagles had to win this football game to stay alive, which has been our mindset now for four straight years since they won the Super Bowl in 2017. They haven't made it easy on us. And so it was nice for a week to just not really have to worry about that. That's going to do it for the post-game show. I'm Louis DiBiase. This is the Locked On Eagles podcast, guys. Be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you get the podcast. We're available on YouTube as well, five days a week, Monday through Friday, and on Twitter at Locked On Birds and at DiBiase, L-O-E. As always, thank you for downloading. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And let's go, Birds.